Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, leading people into the Christ-centered life. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where they have put him. So Peter and the other disciple started for the tomb. Both were running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked in at the strips of linen lying there, but did not go in. Then Simon Peter came along behind him and went straight into the tomb. He saw the strips of linen lying there, as well as the cloth that had been wrapped around Jesus' head. The cloth was still lying in its place, separate from the linen. Finally, the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, also went inside. He saw and believed. They still did not understand from Scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to where they were staying. John chapter 20, verses 1 through 10. We have discussed throughout this series how the different gospel writers often emphasize different things in the Jesus story. This is not to say that one gospel account is more or less true than the others, it just means that that particular author chose a different point of interest than the other authors did. When you put the four gospels together, you get a complete and rich story. No account should stand on its own by itself. To that end, each gospel writer emphasizes something different about the resurrection part of the story. One thing that they all have in common is that the women go to the tomb first, they go on Sunday morning, having been precluded from visiting the day before due to Saturday being the Sabbath. So at the first opportunity, literally before the sun is even up, the women head to Jesus' tomb. Other gospel writers tell us that they went to anoint Jesus' body with spices, a religious ceremony that showed respect for the dead and which also helped cover the smell of decay. But the stone has been removed as the women arrive and the male disciples are summoned. Peter and the other disciple, who is John, the author of the gospel, run to the tomb and enter it. Jesus is gone, but his covering remains. If you remember last week's verses, Jesus has been wrapped up tightly in strips of linen, which have been coated in 75 pounds worth of oil and spices. There is no body, but the linens remain. John and Luke are the only ones who tell this part of the story, and there's a good reason that this part of the story is included. The most obvious arguments against the resurrection would have been that one, Jesus wasn't actually dead, maybe he was just unconscious, so he didn't rise from the dead, he just woke up. And the second objection might be that someone came and stole the body. Matthew's Gospel says that soldiers guarding the tomb were bribed to say that the disciples had stolen the body during the night. The problem with both of these views is that the stone... The guards mentioned in the other Gospels and these linens all stand against them. If Jesus just woke up from a coma, then there's no way he could have wriggled out of these linens, moved the stone by himself, and escaped the guards that were there. If someone wanted to steal the body, there's no way that they could have overcome the guards and moved the stone, and they would have had no reason to take the time to strip Jesus of 75 pounds worth of linens in the tomb and leave those things there. People pulling a heist don't usually stop in the middle of it. They get in and out as soon as they can. The fact that the stone was moved and the linens were left behind is John's way of telling us the arguments of human intervention don't stand up. Something divine and incredible has gone on. 
The word says that John enters and sees the empty tomb and believes. He puts the evidence together. They don't yet understand the whole picture of scripture and Jesus, but the empty tomb was enough to give him faith. Take some time today to consider that empty tomb and John's version of this story. What does it speak to you today? What does it communicate to you about Jesus, about the resurrection? What speaks to you from God's word as you consider today's verses? 